Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So now we've been able to tie vaccines and critical race theory together. Settle down. I'm going to share some audio. That was a really interesting talk. I thought it was interesting because it comes from what we're told is the unlikely source. What we're told isn't the problem in terms of people taking vaccines across the country. If you listen to cable news, cable outlets, uh, newspapers, they will tell you the problem is those red states and the problem is those wascally Republicans. All those Trump supporters, they're not getting vaccinated and they're getting everybody killed. This was a doctor on CNN, Liana Wen. This is her take on what's going on and how horrible certain governors are. That's the correlation that we're seeing, and it makes scientific sense that in places where there isn't a lot of immunity, that's why the Delta variant is ripping through these communities. And again, I, I find it, and I think a lot of us in public health are so frustrated that at this point we now have the tools, but there are governors, leaders in these parts of the countries that are saying, we don't want to use the tools at our disposal. In fact, we're not even going to allow families to use these tools at their disposal to protect their children, and that's extremely upsetting especially because we know how dangerous this Delta variant is. No governor in the United States is stopping families from doing what they want. That's a lie from Dr. Leanna Wen, who is there with CNN. You might remember the name because she used to run Planned Parenthood. I think it's hilarious that somebody who used to run Planned Parenthood is now worried about the lives of children. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Governor Ron DeSantis is not keeping people from wearing masks. What he's saying is, I will not allow masks to be mandated in my state. Of course he's right. 100% he is correct. Masks should not be mandated. That is a far cry from you're not allowed to wear a mask. No one is saying you're not allowed to wear a mask. Vaccines should not be mandated. No governor is saying you're not allowed to get vaccinated. That's not happening. So Dr. Liana Wen lied on CNN, pushing forth a nonsense theory and a nonsense thesis but really showing how much these people the elite woke believe that they know better than you that you have to be the one to be told what to do because you are not capable of doing it on your own you're not smart enough you're not quick enough you're not fast enough you're not wait what did the new york times reporter call it on cnn That's right. You're not sophisticated enough. That's what she said. The problem is that you are not one of those sophisticated people who knows how to get the vaccine and do things properly. It's a lot of hate. And it's a lot of lying. 
And if you have to hate this much and lie this much and engage so much of Fear Incorporated, exactly how good is your product? Look, I'm a guy who thinks the vaccine is fine, but you're doing a, just a crap job of selling it. And not just to me, that terrible Trump Republican supporter, whatever it is they call me. I have no idea anymore what people call me. There are just so many names. Oh, who could keep up? But listen to this from, the, from MSNBC's favorite tool, Willie Geist. Oh, I do not like Willie Geist. Personal reasons. How about this story about Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson? Athletes, of course, it's their right not to get the vaccine. But again, so many people take their cues from these huge sports stars. Yeah, you know, Lamar Jackson is a tremendous quarterback, a tremendous athlete. There's no doubt about that, Willie. But he's not a team guy because he has just proven he is not a team guy. The National Football League has a pretty rigid policy on vaccines. They urge all players to get vaccines. I think something like 75% of all the teams in the NFL have a pretty good vaccine program going. And if Lamar Jackson transfers whatever element of COVID he might still have or might still get in the future, future and risks his team forfeiting a game that's a loss for the team so already he's proven not a team guy the other aspect of that's mike barnacle see he's not a not a, not a team player he's not a team guy lamar jackson because he's non-committal on getting a vaccine after getting covid for a second time that's the big story in sports right now let me ask you is is lamar jackson the Trump supporter that CNN has been talking about? And the answer is, of course not. Now, I will say, for for the record, I don't know Lamar Jackson's politics. But when they talk about the Trump supporters on CNN, what they're saying are hick, hillbilly, white guys. That's what they're saying. You white people, Trump supporters, because they don't believe anybody can be black and be a Trump supporter. Oh, oh, no faith whatsoever. You're black and you're a Trump supporter? What? 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 How? Oh, my gosh. My God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? What's the procedure? It's total madness. Complete and total madness if you're black and you're a Trump supporter. I mean, never mind, you're just a traitor or, or something. So how does it work for people when they see that there are others utilizing their own minds and saying, I'm not so sure about this? Again, I'll say for the record, I'm totally fine with the vaccine. And there are conversations about what it could do to one in, in, in the future. And the answer is, I agree. You may not know what it could do to somebody in the future. We don't know anything of what could take place in the future. You could decide not to get vaccinated and then get COVID. One of the pieces out that I think is very important right now is that they're showing that natural immunity lasts seven months. And some people want to say it as, oh, it only lasts seven months. No, 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 no. If you have COVID, they are showing seven months worth of antibodies. Maybe we'll see eight. Maybe we'll see more. Maybe seven months turns into seven years, turns into 70 years. Maybe it turns into seven more hours. I don't know. I make the argument, I believe, with good clarity that Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson didn't create a vaccine that's going to 
purposefully, proactively kill. I don't believe that to be true. I believe they created a vaccine that actually works. But there could be plenty of reasons for people not to take it. You know, I look at myself, uh, a Gen Xer, I've got my family, I'm good. But if you're a 27-year-old thinking about a family for your future, maybe the vaccine is something you don't feel great with. And we're seeing nurses get abused on this subject. By the way, I'm serious. I want to have an event for nurses. I'm very, very serious. Can I take nurses uh, out, out for a cigar? Can I take Central Indiana nurses out for a cigar? Seriously, if I, if I bought cigars for the first 100 nurses, cigars and drinks, I'll do it. Out of my own pocket, I'll do it. I'll take the sponsorship, but I'll do it out of my own pocket gladly. Just as a thank you. A year ago, nurses are heroes. Now, nurses are murderers. Whoa. If that's the pivot you got to make in order to get people to take the vaccine, something's wrong with your marketing. If Lamar Jackson's questioning this and you've spent all this time saying it's the damn Trump supporters, something's wrong with your marketing. People have questions. It's okay. Which brings us to this woman, I think, on the streets of New York. Yeah, it's at the streets of New York. I don't know who this woman is. But she's having a conversation about the virus and the vaccine and her son. I've lived in New York for 36 years. Born and raised in Queens. I am a product of public school education. I am also a single mother of a very bright, smart, common sense having, critical thinking, guarded up, 17 year old young man who knows the difference between propaganda and truth. And it wasn't because of me. He saw who I was, but God gave him the rest. And I thank God that he's like that. He graduated high school. They tried to take that away from him through remote learning by giving him the downgrade of education. He graduated and thanks be to God, he's out. I am also an eight-year New York City Department of Education employee. And guess what? I turned my back on them because I refuse to be manipulated. I refuse to be a guinea pig. I refuse to be their petri dish. I'm going to bet cash money not a Trump supporter. Black woman, crowd in New York, and then goes this step. I will not wear a mask. I will not be tested. And you know what? We have the freedom to choose whether we want a vaccine or not. And I choose no. I have that right to choose no. And you know what? The man should be ashamed of himself. His mother should be ashamed of himself. Cuomo, his mother should be ashamed of herself for raising individuals that don't walk in the light to know. America is a country of freedom. We are not slaves. They tried to pump the whole thing about CRT. Oh, we need to teach everyone about slavery. Guess what? Slavery is knocking on our door right now. We don't need CRT to teach us. Holy cow. It's actually a pretty cool connection. If you're not allowed to say no, you're not free. You've heard me say this many times. You cannot be free if you can't say no. People often associate this with the idea of personal property. If you can't own personal property, you can't own real property, how in the world can you be free? I have always said if you can't say no, you can't be free. 
So you've got these people who are trying to demand vaccines and force vaccines like the federal government. You've got the military now saying, the Pentagon saying that you will have to be vaccinated by mid-September. This correlates with uh, Pfizer looking for FDA approval, which should come mid-September. So they're all getting ready. But of course you could say no. And listen to this mom, who based on all of the things we're supposedly told, isn't supposed to be a Trump supporter. That's why I said, what are, what are, your, what are the odds that she's a Trump supporter? Maybe she is, and I don't know it. But we're all told that that's impossible because she's not the one not getting the vaccine. But of course, we learned that the acting mayor of Boston blew that all up when the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, said, oh, you can't go to a restaurant unless you've been vaccinated. And the acting mayor of Boston said, that's racist. Because you look at the number of black Americans, you're like, I'm not doing that. Because they have their own histories and they have their own cultural biases what we're gonna pretend it's different it if you don't understand that people need to be treated based on their reality not based on some nonsense wokeness for example i'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that doctors treat a black patient in terms of the medicine different than they treat a white patient because there may be cultural things that take place within both and if you tell me the treatment should be the same regardless of black or white, you're saying, hey, let's kill people. That's not science and that's not medicine. What the hell's wrong with you? Of course you treat people based on what you know are characteristics of the person to give them the best opportunities to survive and thrive. We're different. It's fine. And you have some people who culturally are more reticent. So you talk it through. Instead, you have an entire group of people. You're not a team player, Lamar Jackson. You're not a good mom, woman on the streets. You're not gonna get your child vaccinated. She's right. We don't need critical race theory to teach us slavery. Get the vaccine or else. Get the vaccine or lose your job. Get the vaccine or or or, uh, or or what? And what happens to your children need to be vaccinated or, or, or what? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. You're not vaccinated. We can't let your kids go back to your house. If you're not vaccinated, it's not safe for them. It's not safe for the teachers. We, we have to make sure everybody's safe, don't you know? There are so many people making perfect sense, and yet we have a society that wants to hate on those people. I don't want to hate on those people. I want the society of personal responsibility. You want to get the vaccine? Get the vaccine. There may be things that happen if you get the vaccine. Nothing is for sure. You don't want to get the vaccine? Don't get the vaccine. There may be things happen if that happen to you if you don't get the vaccine. It's personal responsibility. You have to deal with that. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is 100% guaranteed. But you don't sell a vaccine by lying like Dr. Leanna Wynn and CNN does. You don't sell a vaccine by saying Lamar Jackson's not a team player. You don't sell a vaccine by saying that this woman doesn't know what she's talking about when she's made a decision for her. You don't sell a vaccine by claiming that governors are keeping people from getting vaccines or preventing them from wearing masks, which isn't happening.
Goodness gracious. I love that connection to Critical Race Theory. I absolutely love it. And I'm willing to bet you that this woman in New York isn't the only woman having this conversation. You're having it as well. I'm Tony Katz. So in Chicago, you had the murder of a police officer that is hitting cops. I I would always assume that it would hit cops hard, but it actually seems to be harder then I, I would have imagined you've got cops now turning their back on Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and that's rightfully so because she does not in any way, shape, or form care uh, about them. This is the way a lot of police officers feel about their mayors. Oh, this is the Indianapolis conversation. We'll get to that. But a Chicago alderman saying that, look, the problem is is that the mayor has demonized the police. You know, it's a little too too little too late in my opinion, Martha. You know, for the past two years, the mayor has demonized the police in our city while holding in high regard criminality and gang life. I think this is the first time that she's ever mentioned the word gangs in her entire mayoralty. And all of that has brought us to where we're at this weekend with Officer Ella French losing her life on the streets of the city of Chicago. The mayor is a hypocrite when it comes to what she has articulated in response because she has never once stood in solidarity with those brave men and women like Ella and her partner who were trying to do the best that they could during these difficult times. Yeah. Ella French leaves behind a very young daughter. It's an awful story. It is this support of police that is lacking all over the country, or I should say in these progressive-run cities that has people saying enough. And you're starting to see some Democrats say, look, I'm not a Republican, but I'm not that. I think it's very important that the entirety of the political right not attack on that, but I I think the expression would be show grace. Maybe that's the expression. Maybe the better expression is let them speak. I don't mind that a Democratic Party exists. I mind that a Democratic Party is so absolutely radical and wants to destroy another party. I mind a progressive party that doesn't believe in policing. Uh, That's this all brings us to Indianapolis. Mayor Hogsett puts forth his budget, 1.3 billion. $150 $150 million from the American Rescue Plan towards police, but do we trust that this is what we're going to get? That's coming up. I'm Tony Katz. So what are we up to? All the counties in Indiana are now high risk? All deemed higher substantial risk for COVID transmission, according to the CDC. So, of course, the question is, can can Eric Holcomb handle the pressure? Can the governor handle the pressure, or will he start saying mask mandates? Um, he, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. There's absolutely no need for for mask mandates. None whatsoever, because masks don't 
work because masks do not work. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tony Katz. I actually got an email from someone who, who reaches out from time to time. She's lovely. Um, her employer is saying if she doesn't get vaccinated, she's going to be out of a job. They're saying that she could work from home, but she doesn't believe that that she can because she's been alone for all this time and it's it's absolutely affected her. Doesn't want the vaccine or anything like that. And just like many people asking, whatever happened to my body, my choice? Whatever happened to that? I don't have the answer as to whether or not an employer can legally demand a vaccine. What I do know is that it's going to require people saying no and bringing the lawsuits and fighting back and doing all the things. It's going to absolutely positively require this. That's uh, That takes a lot of strength. That takes a tremendous amount of strength to do that. And I don't know uh, whether or not those people are going to, in any way, shape, or form, be successful. But Will Holcomb Cave is, I think, a really good, legitimate question. Now, in Indianapolis, Joe Hogsett has put forth his budget. $1.3 billion. That's, that's the budget. That's what he's saying it's going to take to to put this uh to put this city together. 150 million dollars uh, from the American Rescue Plan aimed at public safety over the next 3 years. That's his plan. So when you take a look at it, you've got 82 million dollars in community investments and I said I don't know what this means. Anti-violence community grants, $45 million. What is an anti-violence community grant? Is that what we give to what's known as the CICF? What is that, the Central Indiana Community Fund? Is that, is that exactly what it stands for? The CICF is the group that gives money to the bail project. The bail project is there to provide bail to people because they don't get the same deal that rich people do, and it's harder for them to make bail. You gave bail to Marcus Garvin because a judge lowered the bail from $30,000 to $1,500. He had already stabbed somebody in a gas station bathroom because they took too long. It's not my fault or anybody else's fault. The dude had a big gulp. He really had to go. Marcus Garvin said, how dare dare you and stab the guy and according to what i have heard said man that was satisfying or words to that effect the bail gets lowered or the bond gets lowered from 30,000 to 1500 the bail project pays it he goes out stabs his girlfriend to death and actually tried to cut her up is this what we mean by anti-violence community grants let me be clear the cicf 
which is the Central Indiana Community Foundation, should not be giving any money to the bail project if it's coming from taxpayers. The bail project is not a group that is in favor of helping people who are incarcerated. No, 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 no. We're talking about a radically progressive group based on their actions having to deal from the days of George Floyd and Antifa. Why would a group that's focused on bettering Indiana, central Indiana, be involved in helping people make bail. Well, 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 we'll see. Well, no, you don't understand, Tony. Oh, Tony, oh, pat on the head, pat on the head. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, you radio hosts are all alike, aren't you? We didn't give them money for bail. No, we gave them money to buy stationery and to water the plants in the office. You got to have plants. It helps re give them nice, fresh air so they can focus on the task at hand. If the city of Indianapolis, if the mayor's office, if the city county council, if the CICF wants to make the argument that they didn't directly fund providing bail for Marcus Garvin, it is the same argument as Dr. Anthony Fauci saying he didn't fund the lab in Wuhan. No, no, we did not give money to the lab in Wuhan, even though they're our friends and we love them very much. Oh, no, no, no. We gave it to Echo Point, and Echo Point decided what to do with the money. You funded the lab in Wuhan. The city of Indianapolis took taxpayer dollars and allowed a guy to get out on bond who had already stabbed somebody and then committed murder. This is not deniable. So when you now tell us that you're going to put this money into anti-violence community grants, we're allowed to ask, what do you mean? When you're going to put $37 million into group violence intervention programming and expansion to 50 peacemakers, I don't know what that means. So it's very hard for me to say, well, we can't do that. I'm not sure what they're going for. If you're telling me that you're going to fund more people like the Reverend Charles Harrison and the 10 point coalition. I happen to like him and I like what the group does. I hate the name. I, I can't stand the name, but if that's what you mean, well, that's an interesting conversation because those groups have shown success. The OGs in Indianapolis, these are guys who were gangbangers from the day, found a better path or trying to teach the better path. That's interesting. I, I'm, I'm willing to give that one a go. But if you're telling me you're going to have peacemakers because what you really want to do is build a force of non-cops who won't actually do anything to reduce crime, they'll just show up in places and say, so tell me about your feelings. Well, then I'm not in favor of it. We see this in the, the infrastructure bill that Democrats want to push this $3.5 trillion, which is trash, by the way. It's evil, and it's not infrastructure. Oh, they can yell and scream and squawk and do all the things. It's not infrastructure. They want to have a civilian conservation corps. All of a sudden, we're, we're back to the days of the WPA. We're building bridges and friendships over there at the Tennessee Valley Authority in the days of FDR. 
No, they want to have a civilian group that's funded by We the People to then go tell We the People how we have to upgrade our house for this or upgrade our business for this uh, uh, green purpose. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's about subverting the Constitution. It is, as I have been discussing, the post-Americanism. And you know that I'm right because Bernie Sanders loves this plan, although he doesn't think it goes far enough. Remember, if Bernie Sanders had his way, he would take your wallet right from your pocket and then slap you in the face and call your mother a bitch. Like, that's Bernie. That's who he is. So we're clear. I don't, I don't want any questions as to where we are with Bernie. But let's get back to this, this um, budget for Indy. $250,000, and by the way, this reported by Fox 59, $250,000 for domestic violence. Now, you'll have to ask about why $37 million for group violence intervention programming and expansion to 50 peacemakers and only $250,000 for domestic violence. There could be overlap as they see it. I don't know. They've got $19.5 million for 100 new IMPD officers. The question before us is, does this city county council actually do it? You know there's pressure on them not to do it. Why do you think they changed the whole general orders committee, put civilians in charge, and took a guy who has his doctorate in critical race theory and made him the top guy of that commission, of the general orders committee, I should say? That's not a love of cops. That's a hatred of police. Pure, raw, unadulterated hatred of police. That's the vast majority of the Indianapolis City County Council. Prove me wrong. I'm nothing but all ears. So I don't know if they're going to go forward with 100 cops. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Expansion of non-sworn public safety officer unit, $4.5 million. I don't know what that is. But then they have $30 million towards mental health programming. Um, well, I believe in uh, being effective regarding mental health. If we're doing the same old, same old, we're not going to get anywhere. $30 million towards mental health programming means nothing if you don't get the homeless off the street, if you don't stop the panhandling, if you don't stop the drug use uh, on, on the streets. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's meaningless. If you're doing the same old, same old, you're going to get the same results, which is absolutely nothing. It's $30 million wasted, except some people get to line their pockets. But I think the biggest part of what Hogsett is doing here is passing the buck. Listen to him in his own words. Indianapolis has experienced a tidal wave of gun violence that has swept across the United States in no small measure as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Across the city, residents are justifiably angry at a culture of death that has been fueled by an oversupply of guns and a deficit of hope. He blames what's going on across the country for the problems in Indianapolis, and he blames guns. And he's wrong on both. And until he is willing to be honest, how could I ever trust him? First, no one cares what's happening in Chicago. They care what's happening here. And you've been uh, mayor for six years. You've been mayor for six years, and it's only gotten worse. This city has gotten worse under your watch. To blame it on COVID is a lie, and you should be called a liar directly.
Now, if that's too unkind, like if I was doing the interview, I would say, Mayor Hogsett, that's not true and you know it. You know it and you don't have the data point. You could take a look at how this city has been going over the last six years. It isn't all the past year. We have been discussing it for years. The city has fallen down on your watch. Do you care to make comment to it? He could deny it, but he would be lying. And secondly, gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. I mentioned Marcus Garvin, right? The guy who uh, the CICF bailed out. This is a guy who, was, who stabbed someone, then was allowed out of jail on a $1,500 bond, and then stabbed and murdered his girlfriend and tried to cut her up. Did I say the word gun? This is again... Joe Hogsett being ideological and not being honest. It's dishonesty. It's not okay. Indianapolis deserves better. The crime, the violence taking place here, if you want to talk about root causes, that's a fine thing to do. It is cultural. And if you're unwilling to address it as cultural, Mayor Hogsett, you can never get to the root cause. You just keep lying to the citizens of Indianapolis because your ideology matters more to you than the people's humanity, than their actual lives, than the safety and the growth of this city. You're a gun grabber. You hate guns. The people around you want you to hate guns, and you want to make them happy. So all you talk about is guns. You're wrong. The issue is not the gun. The issue is what is lying underneath. And you're so afraid of being called a name for addressing what lies underneath. You won't talk about it. Rather, you go the cheap route. You go the cheap, ugly route of saying gun violence, the wave of illegal guns. I don't want illegal guns on the streets. I don't mind you getting those. But that's not why people are shooting each other. It's a lie. And if you say, well, they didn't have guns, crime would go down. I'm going to point you in the direction of Marcus Garvin. Then I'm going to point you to the UK. Then I'm going to tell you to stop talking. Angry people. People who don't know how to process their emotions. People who are culturally told they have to respond to things that happen to them with violence. will find ways to do just that. So stop talking about the gun you ideological zealot, and start protecting a city. I'm not so sure your budget does it because I don't know if the if the if the uh, city county council is with you. We're gonna find out though, aren't we? I've got more to dig into on this budget. You got thoughts? Let me know on social media at Tony Katz, Tony at wibc.com. Let me hear it. We'll be right back. I'm Tony Katz. I don't know how this didn't get reported at the time, but this is being reported right now that in Oregon, you have the governor, Kate Brown, last month signed a bill that dropped the requirement that high school students prove proficiency in reading, writing, and math before graduation. That's strange. 
The bill was signed July 14th, but didn't get added to the database of the state until July 29th. So the lawmakers had approved a bill that suspends the requirements for students for three years. The bill is just to truly reflect what every student needs to thrive in the 21st century. So this is the further push against standardized testing, which, look, I don't think you should get yourself totally worked up about standardized testing. The question is, are we now saying that you don't need any skills in math and, and science and English? Are we going to find that the reason you don't have these things is because they are all bigoted? The uh, Charles Boyle, who's the deputy communications director for the governor's office, uh, said that the new standards for graduation will help benefit the state's black, Latino, Latinx, which doesn't exist, indigenous, Asian, Pacific Islander, tribal, and students of color. So, okay, it's not about finding a better way to do the testing. It's about eliminating standards in the guise of fairness. Best, best of luck beating China, everybody. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com and support the show, guys. I appreciate it. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.